the North Texas stories you need to know. This is the All Local from News Radio 1080 KRLD. Good morning. It is your All Local for the 29th of January 2024. A really nice day on tap. Sunny with a high near 71. Just gorgeous. I'm John Little. In Fort Worth this morning, the investigation continues after a suspected drunk driver hits two people in the West 7th Street Entertainment District on Saturday night. KRLD's Kurt Lewis has the update. It was a chaotic scene. We all know how busy that entertainment district is on the weekends. A man named Andrew Guerra remains locked up in Fort Worth this morning where he's on a string of charges, including evading arrest with a vehicle and intoxicated assault with a vehicle causing serious bodily injury. Now, this all started Saturday night. Fort Worth officers saw a car moving erratically and suspecting a drunk driver. They lit him up near the intersection where University Drive, Bailey Avenue, and West 7th all meet. But the driver hit the gas and sped down West 7th where he hit these two pedestrians and smashed into another car. The driver, now identified as Garrow, was arrested on scene and was hauled to jail. The pedestrians, a man and a woman, and the people inside that other car were all taken to the hospital, said to be in stable condition. Now, as it happens, this comes as the city of Fort Worth is going to court to fight a Texas Attorney General's office order that the city release the police department's chase policy. 26-year-old Eric Garcia of Dallas has been sentenced to 45 years in prison after pleading guilty to a triple murder. Garcia had faced a capital murder charge for the August 2021 shooting of three men outside of a Garland apartment. Police reports said Garcia was feuding with one of the victims over a girl. Police say he used an AR-15-style rifle to kill the three. Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton is fighting to avoid testifying in a lawsuit filed by four former top aides. Now the state Supreme Court could decide what happens next. Here's KRLD Scott Gordon. The former top aides to Ken Paxton claim they're whistleblowers who exposed the attorney general's questionable dealings with Nate Paul, a wealthy developer who was under FBI investigation and later arrested. That sparked an impeachment and a trial, which Paxton ended up winning. But the lawsuit continues. Paxton calls the former employees disgruntled. And after arguing his innocence in his impeachment trial, he later decided not to fight the lawsuit, meaning taxpayers would have to pay a multi-million dollar settlement. A judge ruled Paxton still has to give testimony, and appeals court agreed. So now Paxton is appealing to the Texas Supreme Court. If he loses there, he may be deposed as soon as this week. In the 24-hour news center, Scott Gordon, News Radio 1080, KRLD. The post office now is offering a reward in connection with the robbery of a Dallas mail carrier earlier this month. A United States Postal Service letter carrier was robbed on January 12th in Dallas. The U.S. Postal Service is offering a reward of up to $150,000 for information leading to the arrest and conviction of the suspect. The robbery happened at approximately 1.35 p.m. at the Sophia Apartments on Hudnall Street in Dallas. The suspect is described as an approximately 5'9 to 5'10 black male. In his teens or early 20s, he was wearing a full face mask and letterman jacket with white lettering and blue letters at the time of the robbery. From the 24-Hour News Center, I'm Tom Gully, News Radio 1080 KRLD. A former teacher of a North Texas Navy SEAL lost at sea and presumed dead remembers Gage Ingram 
as a strong and positive man with a great sense of humor. KRLD's Andrew Greenstein has more. Michael Elder was Gage Ingram's science teacher at Byron Nelson High School during the 2013-2014 school year, his senior year. I spoke with Elder late last week about his memories of Ingram, and his memories are very fond ones. He loved to laugh. And I don't think he ever met a stranger that you would talk to him and then all of a sudden it's like you've known him for years. And Elder remembered Ingram as one who always had a positive attitude. I don't think I ever saw him have a bad day, to be quite honest. He always seemed to have a smile on his face and... Uh, it's like no matter what life threw at him, he's like, all right, got a smile on my face. I'm going to get through this. Special warfare operator Second Class Ingram became lost at sea on January 11th during a torrential storm in the Arabian Sea. And after a 10-day search turned up nothing, Ingram was declared dead. From the 24-Hour News Center, Andrew Greenstein, News Radio 1080, KRLD. In Denton County, a community remains under a boil water order this morning. Following a water main break last week, one man was killed while working on that break, another injured, and this morning the investigation into what happened continues. Right now we're doing about 100 cases per hour. The demand for safe, clean water is a constant no matter where you live. The effort to make sure the community of Providence Village, nestled just north of 380 in Denton County, has enough bottled water to drink, cook, and bathe continues. Volunteers from the Denton County Medical Reserve Corps and the Community Emergency Response Team handing out cases of water to any resident who needs it. I've been coordinating with them to get water out to our residents while we're under a boil notice. Providence Village Mayor Linda Inman is grateful for the coordinated response from Denton County and surrounding towns after what has been a trying and tragic week. Emergency crews Thursday responded to a water main break here where two workers were trapped working at the base of the Providence Village water tower. One of those workers, Jesus Perez Vasquez, did not survive. The 29-year-old left behind a bride of just three months. While the investigation to the accident is ongoing, crews work to make needed repairs over the weekend to the damaged water main. That work is now done and the water is back on. But the boil order remained in place until lab results from the Texas Commission on Environmental Quality is complete. We don't know if that's going to be lifted tomorrow or Tuesday. It just depends on when we get those results and if we have to retest. For now, the community of just over 7,000 handing out water until it's safe to drink from the tap again. We just had so many good people just wanting to help our residents, and I just truly appreciate that. NBC 5's David Goins. It's going to be really nice today, but earlier this month we dealt with winter weather advisories, and then a pretty rainy and foggy week last week. If you're new to North Texas, welcome to our wild ride of weather days with more to come. Not a big shock, not out of the normal, and it's often just a roller coaster. That's how Tom Bradshaw, meteorologist in charge at the National Weather Service in Fort Worth, describes our winter weather this year. But typically, February is where we get the worst of winter, ice. Deeper into February, it does look like it'll probably cool off, at least be seasonal to maybe a little bit below normal. So really difficult to kind of know exactly what February is going to look like. I mean, we have kind of been hammered the last couple of years in February. And so it's it's not out of the question that we could have some winter weather issues uh, later on in the month, unfortunately. So, of course, you know how it goes. Don't like the weather? Just wait a minute. It'll change. And, of course, we'll keep you updated right here with traffic and weather always on the 8th. From the 24-Hour News Center, Kristen Diaz, News Radio 1080 KRLD. Again, today's sunny with a high near 71 degrees.
The All Local is updated three times a day. For the latest news, traffic, and weather, listen to News Radio 1080 KRLD. Visit KRLD.com, download the Odyssey app, or ask your smart speaker to play 1080 KRLD.